Revelation 2.11 Ministries. Hello and welcome to episode 10 of the podcast. I'm your host, Travis. And do you know your Ten Commandments? The Ten Commandments Moses gave to the Israelites in the desert, uh, written on the stone tablet. Actually, a lot of people don't know the Ten Commandments. There's, thou shall not kill, thou shall not steal, thou shall not commit adultery, thou shall not lie, thou shall not covet it, uh, basically being jealous, um, thou shall honor thy mother and father, thou shall not use the Lord's name in vain, thou shall have no other gods before me, uh, thou shall have no other uh, graven images made of the likeness of anything on heaven and earth, and to keep the Sabbath day holy. But I wanted to focus on one a lot of people probably don't realize that they're involved with breaking uh, is no graven images, making no idols before me. We'll read it in, uh, in Exodus 20. Uh, the Bible says, starting at verse 3, Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above, or that is in earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth. Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them, nor serve them. For I am the Lord thy God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquities of the fathers upon the children and unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me. So you can see it says, Shall not make any graven images of anything or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above, or that is on the earth or beneath, or that is in the water under the earth. So it's it's kind of like heaven, earth, water, anything around, any likeness of anything. Uh, don't make any graven images, physical images. And I think that that applies, that does apply in a physical sense uh, and also in a metaphorical sense too. And, and I'll, I'll get into that. So let me read some scriptures. Um, Psalms 115, starting at verse 3. But our God is in the heavens and has done whatsoever he has pleased. Their idols are silver and gold, the work of men's hands. They have mouths, but they speak not. Eyes have they, but they see not. They have ears, but they hear not. Noses have they, but they smell not. They have hands, but they handle not. Feet have they, but they walk not. Neither speak they through their throats. They that make them are like unto them. So is everyone that trust is in them. Uh, Romans chapter 1 starting at verse 16 For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth to the Jew first and also to the Greek for therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith as it is written the just shall live by faith for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against the all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness because they which may be known of God is manifest in them, for God has showed it unto them. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Because that, when they knew God, they glorified him not as God. Neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools, 
and change the glory of the uncorruptible God into the image made like to corruptible man, and to birds and four-footed beasts and to creeping things. Wherefore God has also given them up to uncleanness through their lust into their own hearts, to dishonor their own bodies between themselves, who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshiped and served the creature more than the creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. So you can see Paul says, People are, are rather searching or rather serving, uh, serving and worshiping the creatures, the creations, the things that God has made, uh, that um, that God has created, which is all things: humans, animals, birds, fish, uh, bulls, all types of animals, all types of things. Uh, God has created these things, and instead of people worshiping God who created these things. They're worshiping the things that God had created. And that's what he's saying in Romans. So God is saying that there are physical uh, statues, physical items that people have. Of images of man, images of beasts, images of birds, fish, uh, other creatures that people have uh, made little statues to. And that God doesn't like those things. He doesn't like these images that people worship and serve. Um, and so, you know, he's saying not to create them and also not to have them. You can see in Deuteronomy chapter 7... Uh, starting at verse 23, uh, they were uh, they were coming against uh, different nations, and this is what God says. But the, uh, verse 23, but the Lord thy God shall deliver them unto thee, and shall destroy them with a mighty destruction until they be destroyed. And he shall deliver their kings unto thy hand, and they shall destroy their name from under the heaven. There shall be there shall no man be able to stand before thee until thou have destroyed them. The graven images of their gods shall ye burn with fire. Thou shalt not desire the silver or the gold that is on them, nor take them unto thee, lest thou be a snare unto thee. For this is an abomination unto the Lord thy God. Neither shall you bring an abomination unto thy house, lest thou be cursed, uh, be a cursed thing like it. But thou shalt utterly detest it, and thou shalt utterly abhor it, for it is a cursed thing. So that's, that's God speaking, saying, hey, don't bring in their little idols that they had, uh, the nations. When you destroy those nations and you see their silver and gold, the little idols they have, don't take them into your house. These are cursed things and they're abominations unto to me. Don't let them come into your house. And so there's there's in the physical sense. Physical sense, there's there's little statues people have. There's uh, little items that, that people um, hold on to and, and they actually bow down and worship and they serve and they do things and of course it still happens today i worked in the industry many years which which required me to go into a lot of apartments into people's homes and i've seen many many idols you know just just around uh, your neighbors if you don't have them in your own house it's someone around you can have them um it's actually a high number of people that have them and they don't have to be from some other country or some other religion there's there's lots of different types of idols lots of little statues uh, uh lots of things i've even went into people's homes that were christians and they had little hindu statues little buddha statues uh little figurines or things um that were images graven images of a, of a false god graven images of of some type of um some type of animal that people worship and so they have a physical graven image which is what he's talking about not having these images in your home not having these these graven uh little things made out of marble stone 
brick, iron, gold, silver, whatever it's made out of. These little images made into the likeness of things that are created, not to have them in your home. And uh, some people just are unaware that they shouldn't have such things in their home, that they bring curses. I mean, it's, it's the Bible said it. It's God himself said it. I, we just read it in Deuteronomy. It's not, it's not like my opinion about it. It is, it is what God said. These things bring curses. These little idols that you have in your home, uh, you shouldn't have them. It's one of the Ten Commandments. You don't have them. Uh, and if something's questionable, I would say get rid of it. You know, if you're like, well, does that thing there seem like it might be an idol? If you're not sure, toss it out. You know, it's better to be safe than sorry. But, uh, you know, obviously if it's an image of, a, of, of some type of foreign god, of some type of thing that other people worship, then obviously it's an idol. But if it's something that you're uncertain of, uh, I mean, of course you can pray about it. Uh, you can get discernment about it. Uh, but that's what the Bible does say about physical items that are uh, in the image of, of an animal. Physical items are the image of things in heaven above, on the earth, or in the sea. That's what the Bible says. So I would be cautious about having such things in your home. But like I said, it, it could be the physical item, yes. It could be an idol is a, is a physical item. But an idol could also be something more that is not physical. An idol can be whatever you put your trust in, whatever you put your hope in, whatever you're seeking after, whatever you put as a, a high priority in your life, anything that you put over God or higher than God or better than God or more focused on than God is actually an idol. It doesn't have to be a physical uh, physical item that you see or, or that you say, well, I don't sit down and bow down and worship it. But it, in a sense, if you give room in your mind, if you give room in your thought, if you give room in your time and your finances, and you put it at a higher priority than the things of God, then it can become an idol in your life. You can see in Matthew chapter 10, Jesus says, starting in verse 33, But whoever shall deny me before men, him will I also deny before my Father which is in heaven. Think not that I come to send peace on earth. I came not to send peace, but a sword. For I have come to set a man at a variance against his father, and the daughter against her mother, and the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. A man's foes shall be they of his own household. He that loveth father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he that loveth son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And he that taketh not his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. He that findeth his life shall lose it. And he that loses his life for my sake shall find it. You see what Jesus just said, that if you love your father, your mother, your daughter, your son, your your mother-in-law, uh, if you if you love anyone in your family more than him, you're not worthy of him. And that seems mean, but it's not mean at all. God needs to be number one. You need to be able to to put him highest priority in your life, highest focus in your life, so that if you're if anyone in your family comes against you and says. Uh, they won't respect you for your faith. They don't respect you for uh, your your belief in Christ. Then, then you have to put God over them. Just like in uh, when I did pod, uh, the podcast about God being the King of Kings, He's the highest authority. So no matter if they're your father, no matter if they're your mother, no matter who they are, if they tell you that you need to lower your belief and your standard in God, then you uh, you can't submit to them on that. You have to keep God as the highest priority in your life he has to be number one in your life and 
So you have to, in those sense, come against. You can't love your father more and say, okay, I'll reject Jesus for you. Because then you're not then you're not worthy of Jesus. You're not worthy because if you deny him before man, then he will deny you before the Father. So you have to be willing to, before anyone and everyone, say Jesus is number one in your life. And that's uh, kind of where you can see uh, in, in the story of Abraham, if you go back in Genesis, um, Genesis 22. And it came to pass that after these things that God did not tempt, that God did tempt Abraham and said unto him, Abraham, and he said, Behold, here I, I am. And he said, Take now thy son, thy only son Isaac, whom thou lovest, and give thee into the land of Moriah, and offer him there for a burnt offering upon one of the mountains which I will tell thee of. And Abraham rose up early in the morning, and saddled his donkey, and took two of his young men with him, and Isaac his son, and clave the, uh, clave the wood and the burnt offering, and rose up and went unto the place which God had told him. Then on the third day Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place afar off. And Abraham said to his young men, Abide here with the donkeys, and I and the lad will go yonder and worship and come again to you. And Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it upon Isaac his son, and he took the fire of his hand and the knife, and they were uh, with both of them together. And Isaac spake unto Abraham his father and said, My father, and he said, Here am I, here am I my son and he said behold the fire and the wood but where is the lamb for the burnt offering abraham said my son god will provide himself a lamb for the burnt offering so they both up so weren't both of them together and they came to the place which god had told them of and abraham built an altar there and laid the wood in the order and bound isaac his son and laid him on the altar upon the wood and abraham stretched forth his hand and took the knife to slay his son and the angel of the Lord called upon him out of heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, Here am I. And he said, Lay not thy hand upon thy lad, neither do thou anything unto him. For now I know that thou fearest God, seeing thou hast not withheld thy son, thy only son, from me. And Abraham lifted his eyes and looked, and behold him, uh, behind him a ram caught in the thicket by his thorns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered him up a burnt offering up for a burnt offering in the, in the stead of his son. And Abraham called the name of that place Jehovah-Jireh, as it is said to this day, in the mount of the Lord it shall be seen. And the angel of the Lord called upon Abraham out of the heavens a second time, and said, By myself have I sworn, says the Lord, for because thou hast done this thing, and hast not withheld thy son, thy only son, that in blessing I will bless thee, and in multiplying I will multiply thy seed as the stars of heaven. And as the sand which is upon the seashore, and the siege uh, shall possess the gate of his enemies. And in thy seed shall all nations of earth, the earth be blessed, because thou have obeyed my voice. So you can see in the story of Abraham, when he had, he had a promised son, he finally got his promised son in his old age. Uh, he had Isaac, and God had then required for him to take Isaac up and sacrifice him to to offer him as a burnt offering. And you can kind of picture uh, maybe uh, why that, that might have been, why, why he was tested in that way, right? In the same sense as Jesus is saying that, um, that you shouldn't love your mother and father, your son or daughter more than me. Uh, the Bible doesn't say that he started putting Isaac higher than God, but 
It was his son that he's been waiting for. It was his promised seed he, who I'm sure he rejoiced in. He was happy with that he was just just full of joy. Uh, it's it's possible that that started to creep in Abraham's mind that, you know, he maybe he uh, started to love his son so much that he would do anything for his son. He would give to his son anything, you know, just, and, and, you know, as, as we should take care of our family. Um, but just the fact that, uh, that level of, of focus, maybe that level of thought, that level of priority in his mind, the space that occupied his mind maybe for his son, and uh, the fact that God says, well, let's see if you'll sacrifice him. Let's see if you will give up that one thing that you love more than anything. Will you give that up for me? And that's the test, you know, is there any, any person, anything that, that you would not give up for God? That's the thing that you have created to become like an idol. So you have physical idols that you can actually see and touch and uh, that you can move around your home. And then you have uh, idols that are not visibly seen, but are in your heart and in your mind and your spirit. Um, but the ones that are physical, you should definitely get out of your home and cast out those idols. Because uh, it says in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, starting at verse 19, what shall I say then, that the idol is anything, or that which is offered to, uh, in sacrifice to idol is anything? But I say that the things which the Gentiles sacrifice, they sacrifice to devils, and not to God. And I would not th that you should have fellowship with the devils. You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of the devils. You cannot be partakers of the Lord's table and the table of devils. Do we provoke the Lord to jealousy? Are we stronger than he? And so you can see... Uh, when he's saying that they're sacrificing uh, not to gods, because you know there are no other gods but one God, uh, the God of the Bible, the God who created everything, the, uh, that's the only God there actually is. He says, but they're sacrificing to devils, to demons. So the false gods, these idols that people uh, were at that time and still to this day, they sacrifice to these idols, they worship these idols, they bow down, they give offerings to these idols. The the idols themselves are actually absolutely nothing. They're, they're wood, they're stone, they're whatever they're made out of. Uh, what they're sacrificing, the, the what they're giving, does nothing, it is nothing. But the worship, the praise, the, the praying, the sacrifice is, is, is being received by a devil, by a demon. And so there's a demon that steps in to take the worship, to take the, um, the praise, the offering, uh, I mean, one of the reasons Satan, why Satan was cast out of heaven is he wanted to be worshipped. And you can see when he was in the wilderness trying to tempt Jesus, he was telling him to bow down and worship him. And that's what he wanted. He wanted to be worshipped. And so the devils want worship. The demons want worship. And so when you're worshipping something that is not God, the worship doesn't necessarily just vanish. The worship goes somewhere. The devils, the demons... They try to receive that. They try to step in the place of that idol and receive those those things. They try to receive that worship. And so you don't want to fellowship with those things. You don't want to be involved with those things. You don't want to be partakers with little idols who are demons, who are um, who are uh, maybe a demon is taking the place or taking the worship uh, that you are giving to this idol or that someone else has given to the idol that is now in your home or the figurine that represents a certain idol that that people worship, 
you know, those things you don't want in your home. You don't want a fellowship. You don't want to have that in your house. You don't want that, uh, as we read before uh, in Deuteronomy, is a curse in your house. You don't want those as a curse. So demons can follow with those things and, and cause curses in your house. So obviously you don't want that in your house. So the physical uh, idols you don't want in your house. So then the non-physical idols, they're in your mind and in your heart and in your time and in your finances. The unphysical idol, uh, idols um, are everything you put your effort into. Now this could be, this can be very broad in possibilities because there's a lot of things you can make an idol. So you can make, um, as we talked about, a person. It could be a family member. It could be a loved one. It could be someone that you, uh, you just would do everything for and give everything for and go above and beyond for, but you would not you would not uh you would not put them under the the place of God that you would put them over the place of God so that they're a person can become an idol uh, a physical person that you're in relationship with with a person you know they can become an idol in your life then you have um idols uh, idols could be items you know not necessarily the same as statues but it could be things you do uh hobbies habits uh things that you uh, you seek and, and it occupies all your mind and time. Uh, it could be something like uh, maybe you're uh, like an obsession, if you will, an obsession with some type of sports, obsession with some type of entertainment uh, source that you won't let go of. That if, if God spoke to you right now and said, stop with that thing, stop being involved with that, stop seeing that person, stop seeking out that thing, don't, uh, don't put this this thing in your life anymore don't uh fill your life and time and finances with this item with this event with this habit with this hobby and you would say no god i want to keep doing it well then that thing has become an idol because you've rejected god for the other thing for the whatever you're replacing whatever you're um whatever you're turning down god to keep in your life now it's not saying that god wants you to kick everyone and everything out of your house and just sit in the desert but it is saying that you can't let anything get into a place of a position of a pedestal of a level in your mind and in your finances and in your heart that it is the highest thing. It can't be above God. So, you know, you, you say, well, what, what else could there be? It could be uh, entertainment, it could be uh, maybe an addiction of some type. Maybe you're stuck on um, maybe uh, alcohol or uh, some type of substance that you're taking that you would never give up and you say well I would never ever 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 give this up not for anyone not for anything uh, and that could be an idol in your life that's something that you you have put in such high priority that it needs to go it needs to be cast out of your house it needs to be gone it needs to be uh, set out of your life and you know it could be uh, hobbies habits maybe you know I'm just throwing things out there golfing fishing boating something something that you would every moment you're thinking about when you're thinking about while you're working i can't wait to do this i can't wait to set this up how can i get this going and you're just filling your mind and your time with the with the, the thoughts about this thing and that thing is becoming an idol in your life so a person a thing uh it could be uh action it could be a sin it could be something that that you've allowed in your life that you would not let go of that you let uh, rule your day rule your night rule your life it could be a sin that's become an idol in your life something that you continually do or think about or or seek out um there's a there's a lot of things that can take a place 
I mean, people could put their pets, they could put, um, they could put their job, they could put money. Money is an easy one for people to try to seek after, to, to give up everything. They start denying church. They say, well, I'm not going to go uh, to fellowship with brothers and sisters in Christ because I need to make more money. I need to work this extra shift on Sunday. I need to, to, to work this job or this position. And then they start putting money or work at a higher, higher level than God. And they say, this is more valuable than God. And so they start uh, reducing their time with God and they start seeking out more money, more, more positions in their career. And so this has become an idol. Their career can become an idol. Money can become an idol. There's uh you know, so these things you have to be aware of. You have to be cautious not to uh, let, let things become an idol in your life. So physical things, yes. Mental things, too. Uh, what, is there anything that you can think of? And I'm speaking to you as the listener. Is there something that you can think of that you're like, hey, you know what? I do often spend time with that. I do often think about that a lot. You know, was it a type of music genre? Is it, is it a, like I said, a, maybe some type of sports team or sports event? Maybe it's it's something else that you're just like consumed with. Maybe it's some type of video game or some type of of a book that you're reading or some type of series of something. Uh, maybe it's collecting something. Maybe you're collecting some type of figurines or collecting. Uh, you have a collection of some type that if God said. Uh, take all those things and throw them in the trash right now and you would say no maybe it's a collection of movies a collection of, of something that that you're like look i would not give this up and what if god required you to what if it's a, a location what if there's something like god says i want to move you are you willing to go if god tells you to go are you willing to 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 jump if god says to jump if you're if he tells you to get out of a relationship are you willing to do that or is a person a higher uh higher desire for you than than God is is if he tells you to, to let go of an item or a thing or a habit are you willing to do that or is that a higher position or is that is that something that you've made an idol over God are you willing to to leave and go to another place as there as there a place that you're like I would never leave this town I would never leave the city never leave this state is there something that you've held on to but you feel God's calling you away and you refuse to have you made that an idol in your life and so you know, those are things. But another thing is Jesus said to deny thyself. Deny thyself. You know, you are you self-seeking? Are you self-loving? Are you, are you like caring more about yourself than what God wants? Are you rather pleasing yourself than pleasing God? Are you seeking out to, uh, to just satisfy yourself, to be in pleasure constantly for uh, denying time with God, denying time of fellowship with brothers and sisters, denying time reading or studying, denying, uh, spending quality time with God. And what in, in place of it, you're just filling your life with a bunch of pleasures or a bunch of things that, that at the end of the day aren't going to matter. When you, when you die and stand before God, it's all going to burn and disappear and it's going to be counted as loss. So what are you, uh, what are you doing for the kingdom? You know, what are you seeking? Is, is, is are you, are you being selfish and just seeking things for yourself, for this world, for this time, for this this moment, so everything that will perish that's here, is that what you're building up, your kingdom? Are you building treasures here that, that will rot and uh, rust and moth will destroy and thieves will come and steal? Or are you building up your treasure in heaven? Are you building up a treasure where, where thieves cannot steal, where rust and moth and mold and 
uh, damages and fires and nothing will ever touch and take away because it's in heaven, it's protected, it's perfect. And it's, you know, is that where your treasure is? Is that where your heart is? The Bible says where your treasure is, your heart is. So, you know, you're, you're, you got to think, um, where is your heart? Where is your heart in this? Is your heart in relationship? Is your heart uh, in hobbies or habits on this planet? Is it, is it in items and physical things? Or is your heart with God? Is there something that you're not willing to give up? That's the question. Is there something you're not willing to give up? That could be an idol. That could be an idol in your life uh, that you may need to submit to the Lord. That you may say, God, if you wanted me to get rid of this, then I'll get rid of it. You know, you got to come to a place in your heart where you're like, Lord, uh, even so, Lord, everything, everything can go as long as you stay, Lord. There's nothing in my life that you can't take. If uh, you want to take my house and my car and my job, if you... Uh, you know, something happens with my kids or something happens here or there with my finances, something happens with these items or this hobby or this habit or even my own abilities and my own uh, my own life. If something uh, derails in my own life, I still worship you. Just like Job, you know, everything can go wrong. I can lose all my kids. I can lose all my finances. I can I can be in torment in my body. But as long as you're God, everything is good. You know, I, I still have you. I still put you as my number one that over my own body over my own family over everything so everything there's a lot of things that can become an idol and uh so uh we just need to be aware of that just be aware not to spend too much time on on your social media not to spend too much time on your entertainment not to spend too much time uh in your sports teams or uh pursuing a relationship when you're lacking relationship with god and you're pursuing a relationship with someone else they're, they're, you just got to be aware that these things can become idols and God doesn't want idols in your life He doesn't want you to to love anything more than him. He's a jealous God And so you have to put him as number one You have to love him at the highest thing and then everything else follows you put God first and then everything else will go under it Everything else will follow So I'm gonna end the podcast here And I'm gonna pray for you guys as I always do So if you wouldn't mind pray with me Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you for this day, Lord. I thank you for for eyes being open, for ears being open. I thank you, Lord, for hearing your heart's desire, Lord, your your direction in these things. Lord, I pray, Lord, for the listener, Lord, that if there be any idol in their life, physically speaking, Lord, if there be a statue, a figurine, a thing that is unpleasing to you, God, something that you don't want in their homes, Lord, I pray that you give them discernment on that, Lord, that you help them to get rid of that thing, that if it's a false god or something that you don't want in their home lord i pray in the name of jesus that you help them to remove that quickly uh lord i pray lord that the things that may not be obvious lord the things that that uh maybe they put something in their life over you a relationship um a habit a hobby uh some type of entertainment or or some type of mindset that they put over you lord that they've put at a high position lord that they haven't realized that they've dedicated time and money and that they've dedicated focus and, and heart and desire to, Lord, that it has increased and over so much more than you. Lord, help them to correct themselves, Lord. Help them to cast down these idols, Lord. Help them to put down these things that they uh, have put over you, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you correct their hearts, you correct their minds, that you help them, Lord, to focus on you. You help them, Lord, to to put you as the number one in their life, Lord. Regardless of what anyone says or anyone does or anything that comes 
that nothing may remove their heart from you, Lord, that, that you be number one in their life, Lord. May you bless the listener, Lord. Help them. Give them strength to get rid of any idols in their life, Lord. Give them wisdom, Lord, to know what is an idol in their life. Give them discernment, Lord, to know what to do with those situations, Lord. Lord, may you bless the listeners, Lord. Help them, Lord. Help them, Lord, to grow closer to your kingdom, closer to you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you guys for listening. God bless you all.